listener. Hi, and welcome to Broadsheet Melbourne Around Town. I'm Broadsheet's editorial director, Katja Buckdell, and the host of this 10-minute guide to Melbourne. Today, we're chatting to the founders of jewellery label Sarah and Sebastian about a pop-up that's happening on the weekend. But first, the CBD has a new hand-pulled noodle spot that Broadsheet contributor Ruby Harris is going to tell us all about. Hi, Ruby. Hello. Nice to be back. Tell us about Bolteful. Yes, so Bolteful has just opened its third location. It's the second location in the CBD. Um, It was started by Charlie Zhang, who um, moved to Australia from the Gansu province of northern China when he was 17. And when he got here, he realised that there was a real lack of the food that he was used to eating, you know, in his childhood and growing up. And there just were no options for that here. Um, You know, Charlie and I spoke a lot about how he spent his nights after school in the kitchen with his mum and grandma learning how to hand pull these noodles um, so from there, Bolteful was born. So yeah, it's bringing that cuisine to Melbourne. It's hand-pulled noodles. A lot of them are in these beautiful fragrant broths and they're really delicious. When you enter the restaurant, I believe you can see the chefs kind of through a window. Can you tell us about that? Yep. Yeah, so there's a huge window into the kitchen that you can see from wherever you're sitting in the restaurant. It's basically the whole back wall of the restaurant. And it's amazing. You see these chefs hand-pulling these noodles. The process is It starts off, you know, this tiny little ball of dough and they're swinging it around like a skipping rope almost to form these beautiful long noodles. They vary in width from their super thin ones that start at 0.5 millimetres and they go all the way up to 30 millimetres. And yeah, it's like dinner and a show almost. You sit there and you watch the chefs um, hand pull these noodles. And Charlie did actually train every single one of the chefs that work at the three Bolteful stores. So Bolteful is focused on Lanjo cuisine. Tell us what that means in terms of the flavours and spices that are used. Yep. So Lanjo cuisine doesn't really rely on things like soy sauce. It's more of a fresh and sort of a tart taste. So he described it as being salty and tart, but also um, (laughs) spicy and fresh. (laughs) Yeah, they're very, they're light tasting. I feel like I could have eaten several bowls of them. Um, And yeah, so that Lanjo beef noodle soup is the most popular dish on the menu right now, um, closely followed by the lamb belly noodle soup. Um, Which one did you have? We actually tried both. (laughs) And we tried a lot of dishes when we went in and I feel like I want to work my way through the entire menu. What size noodles did you get? Because each bowl, it's pretty customisable. Yeah, so you can customise it. Um, They have like their recommended bowls, but you can customise it. So we tried a few bowls with the super thick, the 30 millimetre noodles. And then we also tried the thin ones as well. I think with the beef, we had the thin noodles. Um, And they all, even though, you know, they're made from the same dough, they have a different effect when you try all the different widths and all the different spices and broths. And you can really customise what you decide to go with. So if you're not going in for a soup, say you feel like something else, what might you find on the menu? Yep. So there's plenty of sides. There are, if you like spice, there are these spicy lamb skewers. Um, They're definitely spicy, I will (laughs) warn, but they're amazing. And then you could get on the side the shredded tofu salad, which is really light and kind of balances out the spice. It was a bit of a um, palate cleanser in between dishes. Um, So I would recommend going for that one. And I believe some of these recipes were passed down through generations. Is that the way this works? Yeah. So when you're dining at Bolteful, you're eating meals and dishes that are straight from Charlie Zhang's kitchen. Um, He said to me that he was determined to put the menu of his childhood on the foodie map. And he's definitely done that. When you walk in and you eat there, it's like you're eating in his family home. Um, Everything. And from watching the chefs make the noodles, you can see the amount of work that goes into every single dish. And you can feel that when you eat each dish. Um, 
it's really quite special eating in there. And there was something he said uh, in your story, which was, you know, to this day, the smell coming from Baltiful's kitchen still reminds me of home. Yeah, which is really beautiful. And it smells amazing in there. So you can imagine what his home would smell like. <laughs> so where can people find the restaurant? Yeah, so the newest location, the one on Swanston Street, is also its biggest location yet. Um, it's on Swanston in between Lonsdale and Little Burke. Um, otherwise, there's a location in Bucks Hill and there's also a location on Elizabeth Street. And I think one of the best things about this is the open times. It is open so late. It's open until 2am. Is it every night? Every night of the week. They close one day a year. They close for Chinese New Year. And other than that, they are there till 2am every night. So late night feeds have just leveled up. Great. Thanks so much, Ruby. Thank you. Sydney jewellery label Sarah and Sebastian is known for its delicate jewellery, including its soldered service, in which you can get one of the brand's beautiful chain bracelets soldered around your wrist at one of their stores. There are a few now in Melbourne as well, but for the first time, it's hitting the road and it's popping up in seven other locations around Australia, including Victoria's Mornington Peninsula. The founders of Sarah and Sebastian spoke with Broadsheet Features editor Emma Joyce about soldered on the road for around town. I'm very excited about today's episode. We're joined by Sarah and Sebastian's co-founders, Sarah Munro and Robert Sebastian Grinkovki. Hi. Hello. Thanks for having us. Thanks for joining us. So I believe you started out, Sarah and Sebastian, in 2012. Can you tell us a little bit about the brand's origins? I think it all started, Sarah and I both have a background in design and jewellery design. We met in Canada in 2008, I believe. Um, in 2009, I moved to Australia. And it just came from a mutual love for creating designs and uh, jewellery. And Sarah is just an incredible creative. I'm more the German engineering background. And we just really loved exploring and creating. And from there... What started as a little side project really turned into a serious business. We opened our first store about six years ago. By now, we have about 160 employees. I don't think we've really sort of lost contact with our roots, though, in terms of how we approach design. Um, you know, a very big part of what we do is very conceptual. Every piece is very carefully considered in terms of what the overall story is. And I am an avid scuba diver. So for quite a few years, we've really injected ocean conservation into one of our sort of key brand pillars, I guess. And I'm quite passionate about that sort of area. And so last year to celebrate our 10 year anniversary, which was just such a huge milestone, uh, still a pinch me moment, we actually launched the Xanthi project. So we're working with amazing non-for-profit organisations across Australia who are in their own way all working towards protecting our oceans and marine life. So it's a big part of our brand and I love that that's become part of our story as well and having the whole team sort of really passionate about it is really inspiring. So I think, yeah, definitely since day dot, we've not lost our, our fun and our passion and I think we just continue to do what we love. So it's, you know, it's a pleasure to come to work every day. I love that your jewellery has been to the depths of the ocean and scuba diving. You've really tested tested <laughs> the materials, haven't you? You haven't lost anything while you've been scuba diving? I actually had that conversation today. Like it, it is part of our wear testing process. And, <laughs> and you're embarking on a new project at the moment. Can you tell us about Soldered on the Road? It's quite an exciting service where we have basically uh, repatriated a shipping container and made it suitable to house our fine jewellery uh, permanent bracelet soldered service. And we're taking this 
shipping container uh, all the way down the east coast of Australia and visiting a lot of iconic locations along the way. So for anyone who is thinking, hang on a minute, a permanent bracelet, a permanent ring, soldered, how does this work? What what happens? Oh, of course. So the idea uh, sort of first came to us quite a few years ago. We were sort of loving the idea of a permanent jewellery experience. And I know personally, I really rarely take off my fine uh, gold chains. So uh, we sort of sat together and experimented with a few different options, uh, including wire, and but actually chain worked so beautifully. So What the experience is, is essentially uh, a jeweller. So, you know, we are a jewellery brand and we uh, have a production uh, studio in Sydney where we have 20 jewellers on site who make a lot of our pieces um, to order. And so using that craft and celebrating the handmade uh, element, we, with a very, very fine soldered torch, carefully and seamlessly solder a very fine chain to your wrist and it's custom fit to your wrist. I love the visuals of this service because for someone who isn't in the jewellery industry, they really get exposed to the traditional sort of craft of jewellery making and we do use this traditional jeweller's torch. Uh, It's not for the faint-hearted. It's definitely a torch that gets quite hot, so it burns up to 3,000 degrees, but it's perfectly safe and uh, we have sorted many thousands of clients now and all for very special reasons, uh, which we love and we can talk about that in a little bit more detail. But yeah, it's quite an amazing service. And we definitely love the idea that we can personalize it with different sliders. And yeah, it's been really well received. So what items of jewellery can you have soldered? And and who are those people coming in to, to have that service? Well, it's really open to everyone. And we keep expanding our offering. We started with our signature chains, which are um, quite fine, dainty chains. And it was really about, for a fine chain like this, the clasp is usually the biggest feature. And that's what we really tried to remove. And then Sarah came up with um, introducing sliders. So you can use letters, diamonds, all sorts of small accessories to really personalize it and to make it something memorable. So we have a lot of people coming in um, as a couple of friendship to memorize the birth of their children, even to come back and to say, hey, I just had my second child and I would like to add another letter which is incredibly beautiful. And just as we're expanding, we just start designing our own signature chains, introducing some more bold signature styles. And yeah, yeah, it's so much fun for us really just to play with it and to see where we can take it. It's a really special service and you get that kind of intimate experience with the jeweller, but also you hear from the people who are buying the jewellery and, and the reasons why. Have you had any really special stories that you've heard of that kind of just get you, get you in the feels? I actually have one that's quite a few years back um, before we even started offering the solar service in our stores. And we had a pop-up event in Melbourne and there were people coming from Adelaide. And I was just like, oh my God, you don't have any presence in Adelaide. And we just drove all the way to see you, to meet you and to have that experience. And for us, it was really eye-opening. I just said, like, this is something really unique and special. Um, and we really need to, yeah, grow that. And where can we find the pop-up in Victoria? The Mornington Peninsula uh Jackalope and after that to Adelaide. Yeah. Busy, busy schedule. Yes. And I think there may be more locations on the cards. (laughs) (laughs) It's been very successful. We had a lot of inquiries, so we're just um, mapping out if we can extend it even longer. So, yeah. Thank you very much for coming in. Thank you. Thank you for having us. 
That's it for today. You can stay completely up to date at any moment of any day at broadsheet.com.au or on Instagram at broadsheet underscore Mel. I'll be back again on Monday. Same time, same place. Chat then. A listener production.